Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. All is right back in the Be Different podcast world. <laughs> Last week, we switched it around. And it threw you off. But nobody said anything. <laughs> so maybe it didn't throw anybody off. Maybe they just, you know, fast forward through that part. Well, the week before, we asked if you thought Shayla was a better co-host or me, and you clearly voted for Shayla. So maybe people just, they just enjoyed it last week, that you were the one welcoming them to the podcast. Maybe they just did sympathy votes. Uh, anyway, back <laughs> to this week. Welcome. Episode 12. We are, this is the finish line on so many multiple levels today of uh, season four. Yep. We have reached the conclusion of season four. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. We are so thankful that you found us. And if you are a repeat listener, welcome back. Welcome back. Chill, do you like first time listeners or repeat listeners better? I like them both. That's a trick question for yeah. you. Yeah. I like them both. I, I like when new listeners um, like reach out and say, hey, I listened to your podcast and I loved it. I like that too. Um, but I also like when the repeats say, hey, where's our air fryer update? Or, hey, where is this update? Because they have followed us for many, many, many weeks. Yes. Over a year now. Yep. We have been doing this for uh, just over one year. If you are new, uh, so here, this is how it works. We uh, go through 12 episodes in a season, and we are wrapping up season four. So if you have not listened to season one, two, or three Guess what? You have a uh, a little bit of a break to go back and catch up. Yep. You can binge listen to the Be Different podcast. Is that a thing? Do Probably. people in the podcast world binge listen? Probably not to ours, okay. but yes, okay. they do. In, in okay. other, for other people, they for probably people. do. Okay. Maybe they do for us. I have no idea. If you binge listen, or if you have, let us know. We will <laughs> we will give you a shout out on the podcast. When we come back, Shayla, when are we coming back? We are, like you said, we are at, um, or we are at, we are recording episode 12. Season four. Season four. We're going to take two weeks off and then we are going to come back November 9th. I don't think we've ever said that correctly. No, we never, because it's like we're taking two weeks off and then we'll be back or. We always say yeah. take two weeks off and then we always say we'll be back in two weeks and re in reality, we're not going to be back in two weeks. We need a two week break. We will be back in three weeks. Yeah. But Did I say that right? Yeah, we'll be back in three weeks. I'm pulling weeks. up my phone now. But however, we just, um, right before we hit record, I asked you, Brian, how is this going to fall uh, with Christmas and the holidays? And Brian said, we're just going to plow right through the holidays. We're plowing so. through the holidays because we are just two months away from Christmas, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Eight weeks away, nine weeks. Today is nine weeks. Today's the 19th, right? And we have all of our Christmas shopping done right Brian? I think we do, actually, because you said, what have we done for the kids? And I said, oh, I picked up uh, a pair of turf. Uh, oh, do our well, kids listen to the podcast? They I could. I don't, don't think know. they do. Uh, we won't even say. I bet Addie might listen every once in a while. Yeah. 
we probably should have some off the record conversations with her <laughs> uh, about the podcast. Uh, I know Kason does not listen. He's got better things to do on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, because we don't do YouTube. We have people ask us, why don't you record it? Video. There's a reason why. It's coming. No, it's no, not coming. It's no, not coming. It is not coming. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, so I'm, I have my phone pulled up just to verify. So we take this next week off, the following week off, and like you said, the ninth. So technically, it is three weeks, right? Oh, but the third week we're recording. Third, w- third week we're back. So we're taking two weeks off. Two Tuesdays we will not have a new episode. There you How go. How about that? <laughs> We re- release a new episode every Tuesday morning, except for the next two Tuesdays, but normally we do every Tuesday yeah, morning. Yeah, don't come back next week. Uh, if you have not left a review, we would love for you to do that. We ask about that quite a bit, and I don't think that's wrong of us to ask. No. Just a great reminder that if you enjoy the podcast, you know what I have, ca- I have caught myself recently? Uh, you know, like when you have an app pulled up and it says, do you love this app? And you say, no, if you say yes, it, take, <laughs> you say yes <laughs> it takes you right to leave it a review. And if you say no, they say, well, why not? Why yeah. don't you love us? Um, so I've been leaving reviews uh, reviews lately hmm. because if I'm going to ask for them, you should do them. I should probably do that. There you go. So I've been leaving reviews. Uh, we do a little thing around here called the air fryer update. We should have like some jingle music <laughs> for that. And now your weekly air fryer update with Shayla Moffitt. <laughs> why did, why am I not a, a radio announcer? I don't know. You should. It really should be. You should. Um, air fryer update. We used it once. Today. Today. Actually. Uh, we have not been recording on Sundays lately. We have we've had busy Sundays. So Monday evening seemed to be the time we're recording. Yep. We could record earlier in the week because we know a new episode's coming each week, but then you would miss the entire week. You wouldn't get the air fryer update. You wouldn't get a weekly update. So we are doing this for you, the listener, waiting until last minute. <laughs> to Today's, get all of the details today, in. Today is not as, not as bad. Last week? Did we record last week on like Tuesday night? Yeah. Something there, like that? It was either last week that or was the week bad. before. Yeah. Sorry about that for all you faithful listeners. Uh, this episode will be on time. I think that was two weeks ago. It was like 10 p.m. episode drop. Uh, this week we will give you uh, your 6, uh, 6.30 a.m. drop again or whatever time we it gets posted early on Tuesdays. Where was I going with that? Air fryer update. Air fryer update. <laughs> this weekend we were at an event and there were, there there was Chick-fil-A. So they had many, many sandwiches and left over. So we uh, were sent home with a bag full of Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So I used the air fryer to reheat a Chick-fil-A sandwich. And how was it? So what, what's the, your review? I took the chicken off the bun. I took the pickles off the bun because you can't really put soggy pickles in the air fryer. So I didn't do well, that. It would have been... They would not have been fried pickles. Fried pickles. No, they were not battered. So I did not do that. Crispy pickles? They would have been dried out pickles. So I took the pickles off. Put the chicken in there, hit the button, the reheat button, and then with about two or three minutes left, I put the bun in there. Chicken was good. It was hot all the way through. Not like a mi- when you put the mic- put it in the microwave, you know how it's like kind of soggy. Sometimes it's like just, you know, burns the roof of your mouth on the outside, but still cold on the inside. Mm-hmm. It was not that way. Actually, it was hot all the way through. Good. Positive. Don't think I should have put the bun in there. What happened to your didn't bun? Didn't quite make it toasted. It kind of make it. It kind of made the the bun all around almost like a crouton. Like a hockey puck. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad, but it, it wasn't just toasted on the bottom, which is what I was going for. It kind of 
like toasted the whole thing. So you'll have to use the air fryer for your chicken and then the other kitchen gadget we have for your bun. That's right. The flat top grill. Yep. That's what I'll do. Yep. And then we can loan that out. No. We use that We're all the keeping time. keeping that one. Okay. We have talked about that. Shayla's dream someday is to uh, develop an app and a appliance swap. Little little uh, little co-op, I guess. Yeah. Not sure how we're going to make money doing it. But I've she already says, talked about it. It's not about making yeah, money. You, you, we're you've saving ma- money. You've made that very clear. I we're get saving that. money. All right. Air fryer update. That's it. We used it once. Sorry for all you people that were looking for a magical air fryer update this and, week. And the Instapot. Yeah. Still have still has not been used. And we, looking at the week, it's not going to get used this week. Maybe I should. I'm going to have to text my friend and ask how long my, my. Well, you were the one that created this whole swap loan. thing. No, you're the one that created this. You get a, you, you dictate the, uh, the oh. parameters here. So if she asks for it back, I can say, mm, not yet. Yeah. You just say you didn't read the fine print. <laughs> you signed on the dotted line. You signed, you, you, you uploaded <laughs> You installed. As soon as you installed the app, you okayed all of the, all of those rules, guidelines and bylaws. Uh, anything for uh, the listener, Shayla, for a weekly update? The last week? We made it. We made it. No baseball. Baseball's over. We talked about that last week. It's over. Cross country went from school cross country, and we just ran right into club cross country. Yep, had cl- had some practice last week, cross country practice, practice. which was good. Yeah. Uh, Addie's making some new friends, Yeah. Uh, which is good. Uh, stepping out of her comfort zone a little bit. And anything else? Did we do anything last week at all? Mm. Not really. Not during the week. No. Had a big weekend. I think we were kind of like... We were focused we on the weekend. We were focused on the weekend. So that last week was just kind of... It was the anticipation. Yeah. It was the build up to the weekend. Like like a Christmas morning, right? It was. I, it, it definitely felt like Christmas morning. If you joined us last week, we talked about uh, the upcoming event that we had going on. Uh, we... I, our family, and we participated in the Kansas City Marathon just a couple days ago on Saturday. Uh, Shayla, what was so special about the Kansas City Marathon? Uh, that it was our home marathon. Our home marathon is that we're, it? We're from Kansas we City, from, Missouri. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, we, you ran a marathon you're, in our. You live in Missouri. I thought you're. I thought you said you're from Kansas City. I. What do you mean? I am from Kansas. Well, I know, but. It, that's usually the response we get. Oh, oh, oh you're from, oh, you're oh, from, you're from Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. No, we're from Missouri. Missouri. We well, live in Missouri. I'm from Kansas, but I live in Missouri. You're not from Kansas really anymore. Yes, you I am. You lived here over half your life. No, I was born and raised in Kansas, so I'm from okay. Kansas, live in Missouri. Anyways, so, but there was a marathon. In Missouri. In Missouri. And in Kansas City. You ran it. I did. So that was kind of cool, but there was the most incredible part about the weekend is that it was a very special marathon for you. It was very, very special. Uh, last week, you learned that uh, I've been running marathons for a while, for 14 and a half years. So 15 years ago, uh, if you listened last week, sorry, we're going to repeat a little bit of the story just for the new listener. But 15 years ago, uh, Shayla, you and I were in a pretty dark place, and uh, we were separated. Not going to get into all that today, because you can go back and listen. You can binge listen to that. Yep. Uh, end of season one, episode 11 and 12. Go check it out. You can hear our entire story. Um, but Shayla, I was in a pretty dark place. We were in a dark place as a couple and I made the decision to run. I wanted to run a marathon. I wanted to have a goal. I wanted to focus on a goal. I, I needed something positive in my life to happen. 
Uh, a lot of negative things have been happening and I made the decision to run a marathon. And I remember calling you and asking you or telling you, hey, I'm running a marathon in six months in April, which uh, let's, let's be put us back to April of 2007. And I said, I don't know where we're going to be. I don't know if we're going to be married. I don't know if we're going to be husband and wife. I don't know what, what we look like in six months, but I would like you to be at the marathon. Do you remember that conversation? Very clearly, yes. What was your emotion like during that? Um, I remember invitation. thinking, uh, I, again, um, completely separated, no, no, no communication really between us. Um, I, I, I said yes. I remember saying yes, mainly just to get you off of my back. Right. I, I didn't want to revisit the situation and I didn't know what six, I mean, how can you plan six months when you're living in hell? Right. Yeah. And so I remember saying, sure. And I remember you, you sent me a text message one Saturday morning. I just ran 10 miles. And again, it was the place that I was in. I was like, oh, congratulations. Um, but I was, uh, I, I, I didn't know how to say no. Well, I didn't know how to say no. That's still a problem. But I, I didn't know how to, um, I don't even want to say the word celebrate, but I didn't know how to believe in you in doing something, setting out a goal. Because for so many years, it was, you know, I'm going to quit drinking. Mm -hmm. And then it would happen for two or three months and then back to drinking. Or, um, you know, just a pattern that you had, Brian, in your life of like, hey, I want to go this direction. And you would start and then, you know, the ways of the world the stress, the tension, the pushback, right? You would fall back yeah. into normal, the normal behavior that you, the only behavior that you knew. And I remember thinking, okay, um, well, I don't, I don't know why you're going to run a marathon. Like that seems crazy, but sure. I'll, I'll show up there. And I mean, little did I know that by saying yes, you would be there. I April. would be there in April. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's, there's so much to the story, but restoration took place. Uh, that first marathon was extremely emotional. Uh, and cold. And cold. Got a, I have a picture of uh, crossing the finish line, and uh, little did I know that, that pointing to the heavens would be kind of my signature finish uh, moving forward for those marathons. But, uh, you know, hands raised, fingers pointed to the, to the heavens, uh, honoring Jesus who restored uh, my life and uh, brought me back from the dead and and restored our marriage, but just the 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 tears streaming down my face for that first finish and having you at the finish and and walking arm in arm and walking arm in arm with your dad who w was a big obviously a, a big piece to our story and and my own personal story and and then we went on a cruise a few months later uh, like what nine months later I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, out of Miami and as I was doing some research I, I just came across the fact that the Miami Marathon was like the day before our cruise ship left interesting and I thought man this would be really cool I could run the I could run the marathon and then we could go on our cruise and so I did and then we got back from that cruise and then found out that there's a marathon in Little Rock Arkansas so I went and did that and then one in Oklahoma City I did that so there was four in four different states and then a goal was born. <laughs> Why don't I do this in all the states? And and here we are, Shayla. We were, were 15 years later, and the Kansas City Marathon was state number 50. Actually, marathon number 52. I ran Las Vegas twice, and I ran Virginia twice. One time counted as Washington, D.C., but uh, 
state number 50 was Kansas City this last weekend. And we talked about that last week. We talked about running the right direction uh, because for so long I ran the wrong direction. And, and in life, oftentimes God will give us, um, he'll lay something on our heart to do uh, and almost a, a way of, hey, will you be obedient? And I, I really feel like God placed on my heart, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you move your feet. I'm going to have you run. And little did I know what that would look like 15 years later and, and all the stories and all the community and all the people and the friends that we've, we've, we've encountered over the, over the past 15 years through running. But uh, this last weekend, Saturday, was a Kansas City Marathon, and I completed it. All 50 states, done. And it was just, it was fun, Brian, because we had, we had planned this to be your last marathon at home, right? Yeah. So we could have friends and family join in in celebrating this huge accomplishment. And it was just that. We had friends, we had family um, along the course, cheering you on. Um, we got to celebrate Saturday evening with close friends um, and family. And it was just, it was just a fun time celebrating you and celebrating a huge goal. I mean, not very many people can say I have run 50 marathons, let alone 50 marathons in 50 different States. Yeah. I think, I think the, the statistic is like less than 1% of people have run a marathon. So I, I would have to say <laughs> the people who've run a one in 50 in all 50 States very very minimal there's a there's a club the 50 states marathon club and they only have like i don't know i'm gonna say it wrong i mean i've been in a club for a long time but a thousand finishers or something i mean it's not it's not a big number yeah Yeah, it's not a lot um so today we're gonna talk about that i know we're 18 minutes into this this episode today and and we've kind of been rambling a little bit but uh, we're gonna take a moment to celebrate and and give you uh is it play-by-play of the day uh, just letting you share in our in our celebration. Yeah, is that okay? Can, yeah. we, can we should we do that with the listener today? Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people don't really understand what goes into a marathon. There's a lot that goes in, and, and if you have experienced a marathon, you or a half marathon mm-hmm. or a race of any sort that's big, a road race, um, you will understand. But we had some friends who there who had never yeah. experienced anything like this. Well, I think the difference between a 5K race and a half marathon, and especially a marathon, Shayla, is the longevity. Uh, I was talking to a friend at church uh, this past Sunday, and they have a son who runs cross country. And he said, we were tracking you on the app, which is another thing. You you were so grateful and so, not grateful, you were so great and honoring leading up to the race, just sharing pe- with people on Facebook about, hey, Brian's doing this. You can go down download the Kansas City Marathon app. Here's his bib number. You can go track him. And, and you were just really spreading the story. So thank you for doing that because I felt extremely loved by a lot of people. And you know, people are posting their, their screenshot of the, of the app on their Insta stories all weekend and tagging me. And, and one in particular, it, w- it was a couple that, uh, that we go to church with and their son runs cross country. They start tracking me in the morning before they left to go to the co- cross country meet. They drove an hour and a half to the cross country meet, watched him run his 5k in like 17 minutes. He's super fast, uh, only a freshman, uh, super bright future as a runner. Uh, watched him run, talked to him for a little bit, drove home, <laughs> and I just was finishing as I got home, and then just, you know, you you forget about that, right? You go on with life in the morning, and it's like, oh, Brian's running three hours, and he's still running and still he's running. still running. And and it was just cool to, have, like, hear those stories of people tracking while they were doing other things. And, uh, I mean, technology has grown so much in 15 years, and it's really cool to be able to download an app. And uh, while I don't run with a phone, uh, it w- what happens when you download the app, every checkpoint I went through, it would, it would estimate 
it would take my actual time and then estimate my you know where i'd be at the next checkpoint and then at the finish and so you were tracking you knew where i was going to be mm-hmm. rough roughly um but 5k races are just short you know it's over in half an hour 40 minutes 45 minutes an hour whatever but marathons they go on for a while and there's a lot into trying to to find your runner on the course and uh, you have a little bit of experience doing that just a little bit after 52 marathons 51 before t- before this last saturday uh do you enjoy that part is that like a challenge for you it's much easier now than it has been in the past a lot easier now um a lot of anxiety though because i've experienced in 52 marathons like you just said um getting trapped inside the race course and so for the listener let's we, i think we're kind of taking it for granted because it's just like second nature for us so we find places on the map yeah so we so let's let's if, if we're going to give play by play we got to we got to simplify it so we we look at the map le- leading up to the race and then we decide where we're going to go and usually around mile eight or mile 16 somewhere in that window so then you and i went and drove the course what four or five days before the race last week like yeah. early last week <clears throat> so we find where we're going to park and then we mark it in gps and say you know start finish line parking area and then we go to stop one and do the same thing and then stop two but like you said you can't get trapped inside the race course you, or cross or, or cross, cross the course. it across it because you will get you will get stuck in there um I, I remember i south carolina was one that i about missed you on a stop and and again you know as the runners are running on the road you know they have volunteers stopping and they're like you can't stop here yeah, and the, you the know runners there's have the right away yeah and i'm like ah you know here's a break can i just get a cry if you can just break through then you can be on the outside of the race course and then you can you know like i say kind of like drop in in on those areas um but with 52 marathons the experience i i would say there's always anxiety of will will i get there on time which I always do. Always. Um, and then the anxiety of, have I missed you? Okay. I mean, because there has been sometimes like I get right to the spot and I'm getting, you know, what, two kids out of car seats yeah. and the strollers. Did I miss you? Well, you mentioned South Carolina and North Carolina. Remember that? Uh, you were supposed to be near where the Carolina Panthers play, mm-hmm. near downtown, like mile 14 or 15 or something. And I ran past the spot where you were supposed to be and you were not there. Yeah. And I panicked. Yeah. So as much anxiety as you have, I have it because I'm wondering, is she going to be at the next stop? Yeah. And I remember that race. I stopped. And, and you f- called And me. found somebody yeah. and called you. And I'm like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. I got, you know, I got caught in traffic. And so then I could relax and run the rest of the way. But go, yeah. go ahead. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, it's just the anxiety of you know have i missed you and then and then will i see you again right like the anticipation of your arrival to that spot um you know you gotta love technology the mile 16 this past weekend um i looked at the the app and you're about a half a mile away again estimated time well back to Um, mile eight so mile you stopped we went to mile eight first or you did the first stop mm -hmm. and i saw you yeah but you knew i was going i was a little bit ahead of what we anticipated a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we had some friends there, and it was an, it was a really short out and back, so meaning like I ran past you, and then I'd see you again in like, what, 30 seconds or 45, it was like, like a minute, yeah, whatever. a minute 10 or something yeah. like that. And we exchanged water, and I forgot to exchange. And you're like, Brian, your water. I'm like, <laughs> I'll get it on the flip side when I come back in a minute. Um, but it was cool to see everybody there, like, 
like cheering you cheering on and, and yeah, yeah. And it gives that little boost like because i always break it into sections if i can just get to mile eight all right i saw you get to mile 16 and then you play the mind games like how many miles left so uh, mile eight was fine saw you and then you know back to 16 so yeah i'm tracking you on the app right i'm on the outside of the race course i'm speeding to my <laughs> to my next spot um you know we get out we have plenty of time and um Kaysen, he's uh, all boy. He's finding acorns that he's, you know, throwing them up, tossing them up, and then found a stick where he's playing, you know, yeah. baseball, acorn ball, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, Addie's scrolling through her phone, looking at pictures and checking the app. And, um, you know, my dad got to come and experience this race um, with us as well. And so dad and I are just talking and... um all of a sudden I kind of by yourself yeah I mean, there really wasn't anybody and, else. and not very many runners I mean at this yeah. point the half marathoners have already peeled off and yep. they're heading to the finish line and and the marathoners are heading out for kind of a dreaded out and back right mm -hmm. it's down a really long road you turned around and you came back that you know it's yeah. just a nice straight path for you guys but for runners it can get kind of boring right um but not a plot, lot of places to get lost. Not, no, you I can't mean, get lost there. And like you said, it was very early in the race. So not many runners had ran, ran past you yet. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, our daughter Addison said, there's dad. And I couldn't even get my phone out to get a video. But luckily, she was on her phone. And so she was able to to catch the moment of, of you running um, beside another runner. Um, and, and the runner yells to us, he's doing great. He's going to make it. And I'm thinking, who, who is this guy? And again, you know, you had given very specific, um, instructions on mile eight. I need the mm -hmm. orange drink <laughs> drink. And at mile 16, I need the green drink. And again, we brought ice and there's, you know, you, you didn't know how to do the ice. It's a process so people. Like it's not like it's. <laughs> It, if you were with us, you would be like, I'm exhausted <laughs> because it's, but for us, it's not exhausting. It's just, it's just what works. It's, it's just how it, how it is. Yeah. And, but it's not just like, Hey, good job. You know, clap, 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 clap. It's like you said, it's, there's a plan yeah, there, and, and the plan has to happen in about 1.7 seconds. Yeah, because say, if I'm not, if I'm not racing for time, then sure. Stop, hang out, kisses. Hey, good job. You know, Alaska was kind of that way. Uh, not Kansas not City. Not this one. This yeah. one had some very uh, intentionality behind it. And you were cruising. Like yeah. by, by the time, and, and again, the app, <laughs> that's what we get when we rely on technology. Um, it was an estimated time. Um, and what had happened kind of later in the race, you were starting to knock off time, right? Which isn't too normal. For very, very backwards. Yeah, usually in a marathon, the second half, you are slower. And seeing you at 16 and like knowing you were flying and again i had your honey stinger and your drink and i mean we've looked at the video and it is like the perfect hand off because like, i take my bottle because i'm running with a bottle on my i've got a uh like a, a waist like a fuel belt with one bottle and i'm so what we're doing we're swapping bottles mm -hmm. i've got an empty one because I, I i finished the drink you have a full one and so I'm, I'm throwing it with my left hand into the grassy area right beside you as you hand me the honey stinger and yeah, the, the full, the full bottle. bottle. It was perfect. Like it was a perfect handoff. So, and then it was kind of like, 
after mile 16, now you're in for 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 a spectator from 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 my view of it it's the anxiety the anxiety of getting to the finish and then fighting your way to the the corral mm-hmm. right where you're going to be coming down because i need to be stationed right at the perfect area um and i remember getting back in our van and thinking i can get to the finish and Brian's, I mean, I was like thinking and I kept ha- having Addie check the app. I'm like, where's Brian at now? Because are we going to make it yeah. in time? Because you, you are flying. And you had a, we had a spreadsheet that we printed out. So you knew approximately what clock time. Yeah. Race start at seven. So you knew, okay, if I run a 320 marathon, it'll be 1020. A, 10, a 325 would be 1025. So you knew approximately what time. You were going to be crossing the finish be crossing line. Crossing the finish yeah. line. But we, we kind of blew that you know, kind of ripped up that whole plan because it was faster. Yeah. So like you said, you got to get back to the finish. Yeah. I need to get back to the finish. We had about a half a mile, um, little uphill walk to the finishing shoot. And, um, man, when we parked, you could just feel the energy. You could hear the crowd. Um, at this point, you know, the, half marathoners, yeah, the bulk of the half marathoners were. Are, are coming in the 10 K's coming in the five K's coming in. And, and if you've never experienced a race before, like the energy level, people, strangers are like (laughs) loving on each other right I mean it's just this incredible everybody is super happy and everybody's waiting for somebody right you make a good point so I want to stop for just a second you you just said something if you've never been I, I would encourage you and we would challenge you wherever you are most most every well I know every large city it's probably going to have at least a 5k, but most larger cities shall have a marathon. Yeah. Or if, if not in your city, you probably have one within a couple hours away. Mm-hmm. Just go watch. It's so You fun. may not be a runner, but go, you'll be inspired. You will want to become a runner. Just like you said, because you see these stories and you hear these stories and you see people crossing the finish line and everybody's running for a different reason. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it is a very powerful and the fun, the fun part about it, the MC. Um, so as you were, as you approach the finish line, you run across, um, what do they call them? Like a little, yeah, a, a sensor, a sensor, and um, you know, people. So it pops up on his screen. Who's getting who's ready to come, finish? Yeah, who's getting ready to finish? And people would write on there like, "Hey, today's my 45th birthday," and then he would announce that, and everybody would just cheer and go crazy. Um, you know, there was a story of a guy who said that he had lost over 22 pounds, um, just training for this half marathon. And I mean, and again, everybody's there with the anticipation of their family member, their friend to, to cross the finish line. And, um, you know, right when we, um, approached the finish line, Brian, a a family was leaving and we had the perfect spot to see you coming down. We could see kind of the corner that you were kind of rounding. Um, we knew that marathoners were going to be on the left-hand side and the half marathoners were on the the right side. So we were standing on the left side. Um, we had some friends who were standing right after the finish line. So they had a different viewpoint of you coming down. And one of my favorite pictures is, and she'd posted on Instagram as she said, you know, team Moffat and had arrows pointing down to us. Um, again, there's anticipation, right? Cause you're watching the app, you know, you're less than a mile away. Um, you know, is the, is the app off again? Are we, are you still ahead? Are you behind? Where are you at? 
Um, and so for a spectator, a, spe- a spectathlete, yep. um, there's, it's, it's almost more nerve wracking because you're, there's the anticipation of when you will pop around that corner. And then probably when, when I do pop around the corner, is that really him? Like, what was he, we- what's he yeah. wearing? Cause you know, I have a lot of video of pe- random people. I'm like, here's Brian. Here's no, nope, nope, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause it, you know, it was, it was for me, it was, it was a black hat, white, white tank top, black shorts, pretty common. Now I did have some pretty b- bright blue shoes on, yes. which helped. Yes. So that, that was, so you made it. Okay. So you made it to the finish line. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to ask you some questions. So you made it to the finish line. You got your spot apps showing updates and then you wait we wait and and so Addie and i i mean the beautiful thing about Addie experiencing you know running and races she gets it it. um we start putting our heads together and Addie and i realize that if you are running the way you were at mile 16 and at the next and at the next checkpoint um you would be running a 310 so a three hour 10 minute marathon and we on the app again it was estimating a 315 a three hour 15 minute you crossed that last checkpoint and it bumped up to a 310 um so then you were getting excited at this point we knew that was a pr and this point we knew that was a boston qualifier however we have not seen you yet. A lot of things can happen at a race. Yeah. I mean, we have, I, I have seen a lot of things at finish lines. Um, and just that anticipation, is your calf muscle going to hold up? Is your Achilles going to hold up? Like yeah. you've been kind of nursing an injury. And, and when, when we saw you, um, there was just that sense of relief and then just extreme excitement because we knew you did it you were going to finish this marathon well you mentioned you know there's a lot that can happen we were on mile i don't know maybe 20 21 and and there was a guy walking i mean he was ahead of us so so you're right i mean you can run a great race race up until mile 22 23 and and a cramp can hit and you have to walk the last two miles yeah so so many things can happen on the course of a marathon and um i mean at the end of the day it's it's still 26.2 miles it's it the distance will i always say it will it will uh eat you up chew you up and spit you out Mm -hmm. like like there is no mercy with a marathon there's a reason why it's hard yeah and it, that, that distance is no joke. So I, I crossed the finish line, Shayla, with somebody that you had no idea who it was. I think but you, I would have thought it was your best friend. I think you made the comment, like, or our friends made the comment, like, does Brian know him? <laughs> and you were like, nope, nope, never seen him before. And I even told him, this is what running will do to you. It you, introduces you to people you would have never yeah, experienced It before. really does. So, so let me give you my perspective. Uh, Started off with, with pace group 135, which you take that times two, 135 for the half marathon. Uh, that equals a 310. Uh, there was not a pace group for my goal, which was between a 315 and 330, or 315 or 320. There was not a marathon pace group for that. For that time, there's a marathon pace group for a 330, um, but I wanted to run faster than that. So my goal, I'll run with the 135 group through the halfway point. And I thought if I can just stay with them until the halfway point, they're going to break off and finish then I've got a little bit of buffer to try to run a 315 
I've got a five minute buffer for the second half, and then I can run the second half five minutes slower than the first half. And worst case scenario, I can run it 15 minutes slow or 10 minutes, or, excuse me, 10 minutes slower and still, you know, try to break that 320 mark. So at the halfway point, when the pacers, they took a right turn to go to the finish line, uh, I found myself with one other guy. I had, I had noticed that he had a, a full marathon bib. And I, I look at him and I was like, hey, man, uh, looks like it's going to be just you and me. And I said, what do you want to run today? And he goes, well, I'm trying to Boston qualify. And I said, well, how old are you? He goes, I'm 43. I need a 310. And I was like, all right. I was like, I just need a 320, but I'd like to run a 315. But I'll stay with you as long as I can. And so, Shayla, that was the the mystery man in black <laughs> that you that you saw at mile 16. Yes. That, But if you watch the video, he is clapping. And he's the one that's telling you. What did he say again? He said he's going he's gonna to do doing, great. Yeah, he's, he's doing, doing great. great. He's yeah. doing great. He's going to do, do it. He's, he's going to do it. Yeah. And he was just so much, it was so encouraging. He would, he would say, okay, we're going to, we're doing an S turn here. And then we've got a right turn up here. And then we're going to go up a, a short uphill. And then it's a long downhill. And we're going to take a left on, on the different streets. And it was like, he had no, he knew the course. He had studied it. Studied it. And I don't intentionally because I don't want to get stressed out about what it might be. So I don't, I don't spend a lot of time researching the course and I probably should, but I just don't. He knew the course like the back of his hand. So he's coaching me through it. And he had quite a few people on the course. Like he had a private coach that was out there and saw him a couple of times. And every time he would see somebody he knew, he would just speed up. And I was like, dude, like, why are you, you're like <laughs> leaving me. And then I would, you know, we would get back together. And I, I, I attach myself to his shoulder. We always talk about, you know, to Addy, Hey, attach somebody's shoulder, stay in their hip and just go. And that's really what I did. I just got, I mean, I literally at one, a couple of times I'm, I'm within inches of his shoulder cause we're just running in sync together. And we're passing people left and right because people are by themselves. I mean, you were, you were out there. You saw the course. There's very few people in front of us. Yeah. So it was like no man's land. But with him with him out there, really pushed each other. And I told him, I was like, every race, I, I, I just, I hope there's one person out there that, that I can connect with. Whether it's, you know, the back of a t-shirt, maybe it's a Bible verse, or uh, maybe it's a conversation or a sign that I see. Well, uh, I firmly believe that, that this guy, his name is Jay, was sent uh, as an angel. And I even told him, I was like, man, you're my angel today on the course. And he's like, no, man. He's like, you are, he goes, I need you just as much as you need me. And it was really cool to, to have, you know, we didn't talk a lot, but we had some, some short conversations. And, uh, when we crossed that finish line, cause I kept saying, man, I can't believe we're doing this. I can't believe we're doing this because the fastest Shayla that I had run a marathon before my PR before was like a three eleven, and some change. And for me to even think about running that fast ever again, and never but where you had PR'd was a nice flat course in Chicago, the Chicago and marathon. Kansas marathon. city ain't flat. No, <laughs> not flat at all. And I knew it was very, very hard. And so I was like, I'm, there's no way I can run a three ten. Well, we just kept cruising and, and we were, we kept running those, you know, those miles kept clicking off and, uh, looked down at my watch and another mile click. And it was like, man, that, that mile was faster than the one before. And so, like you said on the app, I was running faster, which didn't make any sense. No, it was like backwards. To what it normally would be so we crossed the finish line and uh with hands raised to the heavens and and i knew it would be emotional but uh jay and i instantly just gave each other a big hug and i mean in disbelief i think we were both in disbelief that we just broke not just 310 but we broke three not 309 yeah we ran a 308 33 and we just hugged like we were long lost friends and brothers and um, man, it was just a really cool moment. So, so that was my perspective of the finish line. What What was your perspective when when you saw the two of us just there hugging like we were 
long lost best friends. Well, again, through through the years of marathons, I I know um, that you find somebody, right, and you you get to share unique experiences while running um, that you get to tell me about afterwards. Um, was it? Which one was it? South Dakota. You found yeah. um, somebody that was, you know, hey, running your same pace, yeah. and you know, afterwards you're like, helped me PR at the time. Yeah, you know, this is Tim. I think his name was Tim, yeah, wasn't it? Was it? Tim, yeah. Um, this is Tim, and he got me through this, and you know, it it feels good for me knowing that runners take care of each other, yeah. right? Yeah. And you, Brian, have been that for somebody else, right? Yeah. At a race, you've been the encourager that come on, come with me, let's go. And you've helped somebody, um, PR. Um, so again, after the race, I'm trying to think like, does Brian know this guy? Because the way you guys were like the interaction at mile 16 has, as he was cheering you on, it was almost like he knew who we were and, and it was kind of because even dad said, did Brian know that guy? And I said, I don't think so, but I'm starting, you know, maybe somehow you're running circles yeah, in Kansas city. Yeah. Have crossed. Um, but just to see you, um, and Jay embrace at the end of the race again, it's just, if you have never experienced a race, this is what, what happens, you know, it's like, um, <laughs> You guys were best friends. You guys just accomplished a huge goal together. Um, you both needed each other. Um, but what was cool was to see, like, you guys embrace, but who knows what's going to happen from here out, right? Yeah. You you may never see Jay again. He lives here in Kansas City somewhere. Or your paths may cross again yeah. some, somewhere, somehow. And um, it's just cool. It's cool to see that the running community gets it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how else to explain it other than you just ran shoulder to shoulder with a guy for 26.2 miles. You didn't, he was a stranger at the start line and there was a connection by the finish line. Yeah. Our, our stories collided and, and, you know, we were a mile 22, 23 and, and, and that's really some of the, the brief conversations we were having. It's like, we are really going to do this. And he's like, heck yeah, we're going to do this. And, and, and what people don't see is the fact that when your alarm clock goes off at 3.30 a.m., they don't see when you don't feel like going out for a, for a tempo run on a Tuesday. They don't see uh, the the 17 degrees and snowing sideways when you go out and do a long run in the winter. That, Those are your favorite days. I know. They don't see the 80 degrees and 97% humidity that you have to go out and put a 20 miler in in August and you come back and, and just, those are not your those favorite are not days. my favorite but those are the days that build toughness yeah right those are the days that that you persevere through and and I just couldn't believe it it, it I, I couldn't have orchestrated it any better and to have you there at the finish and uh, I look over and there's a couple uh there uh Nate and Andrea they were they were there near the beginning of this whole journey uh when we we met them 13 years ago they were in a, in a small group of ours and uh, they've moved away since then, but we still stay in contact. They came to the finish to celebrate. Uh, we had Jeremy and, and, and Jen there that are into the story recently mm -hmm. over the past uh, couple years, but not really. They've never experienced a never marathon. Experienced. And with COVID, no, I didn't run any marathons last year. So people don't, the people that are in our community now don't really know the magnitude of running yeah. until recently because we don't draw a lot of attention to it. And they were just in disbelief of like what running has meant to us as a couple, um, how running has kept me focused, how running has really healed an addiction, a part of that story. And they just embraced it and came down to support and, and to see them and to hug them and, uh, and, and for dad to be there and to hug him. And, 
I mean, just cried on his shoulder, hmm. you know, just, he just told me how proud he was of me. And, um, just for you and I to embrace, you know, every race it's, it's you and me, mm-hmm. right? It's that hug is, you know, that's why I run the three and a half hours is for that hug for you and I at the end. And to do that, knowing what we just accomplished together yeah, and to hug Addie and to hug Kaysen and to say, to have them say they were proud of me. I mean, usually it's the other way around. We tell them how proud of, of them we are, and, um, but they told me how proud they were of me and uh, to introduce Jay to all of you and to take pictures. And then the race director, Dave, is a good friend of ours. And to have him put the medal around my neck and tell me how proud he was because he's like, man, that's a tough course. I, he goes, I don't think I could do that. And he's, I mean, he's a phenomenal runner. And just the the story after story and the, the text messages that we got all day. And, and you know, we raised $12,000 for the kids in Africa. And, and I mean, it, we couldn't have we couldn't have written a script any better. No. The weather was perfect. And it was almost like, Again, not to over-spiritualize anything, um, but when, when God asked me to start running 15 years ago, it was, it was almost like he was saying, well done, right? Well done. Way to persevere. Hmm. The, the way that he created the day to come together was almost like, I've got you. Yeah. Mile 25 hit. And I was in and out of music all day because, you know, I'm running next to Jay and he's telling me about the course and he's encouraging me. So, but I would say, hey, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to zone out for a little bit. I'm going to turn my music on because you don't want to talk a lot while you're running a marathon and just waste, it's wasteful energy. And so I said, hey, I'm just going to zone out for a little bit. And mile 25, I had my music on and a song came on. And here's the thing about the playlist. I create that four or five days before the race, put four hours worth of music on my phone or on my watch. Uh, and then, you know, I, I'm, I'm starting it. I'm stopping it. Um, stopping it when I see you guys at mile eight and 16. And so there's really no, you know, you can't really plan on, Hey, I'm going to listen to this song at this certain time. Well, it just happened to be, uh, Jeremy Riddle, sweetly broken that came on right at mile 25. And so that is the song that I listened to the night that I surrendered my addiction to alcohol. Hmm. And to have that song come on in that moment with one mile to go, it was again, God saying, I've got you. Yeah well done my good and faithful servant and it was that that is what i needed that last push and my two fastest miles were mile 25 and 26 <laughs> which is insane yeah. to think about that i could run the fastest in, in those last two miles but i mean there is story after story i think somebody said at the end of the finish line so when's your book going to come out and it was like well it's getting there it's getting there but it really is a story of 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 not my doing but what god can take and what god can restore and what God can infuse into somebody and into a relationship. And I just want to encourage you listening. You know, maybe you're not a runner. Maybe this episode and last week's episode, you're like, oh, cool. You guys are talking about running big deal. But whatever it might be in your life, uh, Shayla, you, you said it best. You know, a marathon is long distance and it, it's hard and it's a long journey. And you can be in the best shape, but a lot can happen. Yeah. And I would just encourage you, whatever you're going through, don't lose focus because if I lost focus at all on Saturday, there's no way I'm running as fast as I did. Uh, there's no way that we celebrate the way, and it still would have been a celebration and all that, but I had to stay focused through that, through the pain, through the discomfort. And I think that's what God calls us to do when we're going through the difficult times. We have to, we have to stay on the course. We can't go left or right. We've got to just keep moving forward and let him guide our path. And and focus has a lot to do with that mm-hmm. because when we get distracted by all the things of the world, 
it's really hard to maintain our focus. And, and so that's what we just want to leave, leave with you today is just remain focused and persevere through the difficult times. And you know what? Put one foot in front of the other. And before you know it, you look back and go, wow, look how far we've come. I mean, that's really what it's been about the last couple of days. 15 years of running. Reflecting. Reflecting yeah. back on, remember when we went to Idaho? Remember when we went to South Dakota? Remember when we went to uh, Vegas twice? Remember when we went to Philadelphia? I mean, we, 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 we have shared all these stories over the last three or four days with people. And how we have, we just have so many memories ar- around it. Yeah. And again, what God has taken, what was broken, restored, and, and put us in a whole different direction. If you had asked us 15 years ago, we literally were separated 15 years ago right now. Yep. Middle of October, separated, headed towards divorce. And if, if somebody would have landed in our front yard and said, hey, guess what? In 15 years, you guys are going to celebrate. You're going to have two kids at the finish line downtown Kansas City. You're going to celebrate 50 marathons in 50 states. We would have been like, who are you? You are crazy. <laughs> there is no way. But that's what happened. Yeah. And, and God can take your story too. And he can put all those pieces back together. And he can put people into your life that need to be there at the exact moment for you to celebrate in a way that you never would have imagined was possible. And so we are just thankful to celebrate this with you. Thank you for letting us share our running story over the, over the past two weeks. Uh, we will be back uh, in a few weeks for uh, season five. November 9th. November 9th, we'll be back. And we're excited about season five. Uh, excited that you are joining our, our community. Uh, be sure to share this episode if it encouraged you. If our podcast encourages you, share it with someone. Share it with a friend. Share it with a coworker. Uh, keep coming back. Keep listening. Leave that review. Leave that rating. Uh, maybe you'll pick up marathon running. Who knows? Maybe we inspired you to become a runner. Uh, start with a 5K. Uh, we'd love to walk through that with you. If you have any questions about that, we love We, we kind of geek out, geek out over that stuff. So we would... Uh, love to share our expertise with you and uh, be back for episode one of season five and uh, so thankful for each one of you uh, over the next couple weeks uh, as you are uh, going through life maybe it's in your marriage maybe it's in your neighborhood maybe it's at work as a parent uh, whatever you're doing be different <laughs>